Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. Mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 50 on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, has spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Sion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he-goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest the thief, thou consentest unto him and hast been a, been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. 
Thou saddest and spaketh against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 36th verse of the fourth chapter of Baruch. Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, and see the joy that is coming to you from God. Look, your children are coming, whom you sent away. They are coming, gathered from the east and west, at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing in the glory of God. Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe of the righteousness that comes from God. Put on your head the diadem of the glory of the everlasting. For God will show your splendor everywhere under heaven. For God will give you evermore the name, righteous peace, godly glory. Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height, look towards the east, and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that God has remembered them. For they went out from you on foot, led away by their enemies. But God will bring them back to you, carried in glory, as on a royal throne. For God has ordered that every high mountain and the everlasting hills be made low, and the valleys filled up to make level ground, so that Israel may walk safely in the glory of God. The woods and every fragrant tree have shaded Israel at God's command. For God will leave Israel with joy in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that, righteousness that come from him. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 57th verse of the first chapter of St. Luke. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. 
On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors and all the things that were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judah. All who heard them pondered them and said, What then will this child become? For indeed the hand of the Lord was on him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors, and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he sware to our ancestor Abraham to grant us, that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people, by the forgiveness of their sins, by the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate on page 15 and is also available in the chat bar. O oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. This is our last daily office of Advent uh, when we gather for evening prayer. Or when you say evening prayer, the lessons are all into the, Christ the Christmas feast. And uh, just a note on uh, people sometimes appreciate, although it's probably a little late uh, in Advent, to, to comment on the uh, manger scenes that we set up in terms of our Christmas celebration. Typically for Advent, um, we would put out the Holy Family and the, the, the crib without Jesus so that the Mary and Joseph in the empty manger awaiting the coming of Christ. And most of the other accoutrement of Christmas do not come out until tonight. That is, there are no uh, shepherds or sheep because they come with the Christmas feast. If you have any sort of barnyard animals in your manger set up, those can come out waiting along with the Holy Family. Uh, tonight, Jesus comes, and so we put the, 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 the baby in the manger, the shepherds come, the sheep come, but the wise men don't come yet. So the Christmas feast has shepherds, has the star, the, 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 well, has the, the angel is usually the, the idea if you have one of those. And, and so the Christmas lasts for 12 days, uh, uh, tomorrow and 12 final, 12 days of Christmas that manger scene prevails with the shepherds, the sheep, the Holy Family. And then that will give way to Epiphany on January 6th, which um, when the shepherds and the sheep go away and the wise men come with their gifts 
and then the wise men and their gifts, the, the Epiphany celebration, we keep that up for the octave of Epiphany from January 6th to January 13th, at which time it kind of all goes away. Of course, you can do whatever you want with yours, but that's kind of the way we track the, the feast. Um, in terms of our lessons today, uh, Baruch is an apocryphal book. Uh, he, that's, he's the name of the, of the man who was the scribe for the prophet Jeremiah. And so the, this is the idea, and, and he is casting the um, promise of salvation from God in terms of the return from exile. Jeremiah, the prophet who prophesied Israel, is going into exile for its sin, into exile in Babylon. So Israel scattered around the nations. And so salvation is the regathering of Israel. And, and he, he, he sees it a joyous event. Look, your sons are coming back, Jerusalem. They're, they're coming from all the places God has scattered them, your sons and daughters. They're coming in glory uh, because God is regathering them. And, and it's interesting that Baruch fills in the kind of the meaning of when John the Baptist says, every mountain we brought low, the, 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 the valleys filled in. This is the point of this is to make it easy for God's people to return to Jerusalem, to take away the barriers of travel. But this, this exile theme and this imagery, when we get to New Testament, we understand and Israel's historical experience teaches us that the exile from God was not primarily geographical. That is, that Israel was in Babylon and not in Israel, but it was the sins of the people that caused this separation. And that's throughout the scriptures where in, in the garden in the beginning, it is sin that exiles Adam and Eve from the garden. And it's, it's sin that exiles King David from God before he returns. And it's sin that exiles Israel. And so what has to be done is sin has to be solved. And so the, the lessons today and the, the sort of the, the uttering of Benedictus by Zacharias, where he talks about the fulfillment of the covenant, the oath that he promised to our forefathers, the thing, the, the thing that God said he'd do through the prophets from the very beginning. It's happening now, he's saying. And, and the, the point of the scriptures is that human sin is revealed in the old covenant in that Israel and no individual in Israel is able to, um, is not able, not able to fulfill the righteous demands of the covenant. So this exile remains, this distance between God and his people remains as long as sin is undealt with. And now the Messiah has come and God sends his son to do on Israel's behalf for Israel, what Israel cannot do. And in fulfilling the covenant in his life and death and resurrection and ascension, he, he is the one who levels the way uh, so that people can now return. And what people, what we need to do to be able to return there for is to repent. And that's the ministry of John the Baptist that we end, uh, we end the introduction to John here at the end of Advent, where, where we, we think about Advent is, is renewing our repentance. It's not like we're always being sorry for the same old thing, although we are being that, but we're growing in our repentance in the sense that we might begin with, yeah, I did this bad thing. And as we grow, we understand even some of the good things we do have default, you know, faulty motives. So we're growing in our repentance and our understanding of the ways our lives are not fully offered to God. And we're growing in our faith and our ability to trust God with Mary, the other great Advent figure, behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. So that's what we bring. God is fulfilling his own covenant. He's making straight the way. We have to travel that way by way of repentance, by turning away from all the disorder in our lives, 
which is repentance, and by opening our hearts more fully to, to receive God and to surrender to his will. So as we close out Advent, that's the kind of thing to think about, what, you know, to, to receive Christ in a new way, to grow a little bit, to, to, you know, to, to move forward in faith, and that's really what we think about in Advent. And, and the main point of this going into Christmas is, is, is to uh, grow in the experience of joy and peace, to, to, be, to receive joy, uh, which, which is the reality that God is, is fulfilling his own covenant, that all we need to do is believe and receive it, turn away from our false paths and receive him and receive the joy that comes with uh, the gift to us of the Messiah. So a few thoughts about today and today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfaintedly